0: You're listening to the Pursuit of Christ podcast, where we are passionate about developing a deeper relationship with Jesus Christ by taking the truths of Scripture and applying them to everyday life. We hope that you'll be encouraged and challenged as we examine God's Word together today. Well, good morning, and welcome to our next time of studying God's Word together here in the book of Joshua as we're doing our study through Joshua focused on the promised land. It's been a few days since I was able to be with you here. In fact, it's been an entire week. And so I'm glad to be able to join you again this morning as we continue our study. I'm very thankful for James and Billy for filling in for me for a few days last week. I was out of town and then on Friday it was just too quick of a turnaround to try to get back in here and record for you in the morning. And so coming to you here from Arise Baptist Church, live at, uh, it's now 9.05 in Houston, Texas, and we're glad to be able to be with you this morning and uh, glad to have each one of you joining us. God is doing wonderful things. We had a wonderful day here at church yesterday and thankful for the time as we heard from God's word as we spent time in prayer together, as we praise God together in song, and we even had a special treat yesterday as one of our deacons, Brother Larry Boyd, did barbecue for the entire church. Now, he had a great team helping him, but I sure am thankful for all that he, all the work that he put in to make that possible. Well, as we're getting started this morning, I want to pick up where James left off on Friday. James and Billy both worked through the story of AI, and Israel's sin and the struggle there. And we're in Joshua chapter 8 this morning, and we're going to finish out the chapter, verses 30 through 35. And as you know, Achan sinned, and because of that sin, God allowed the children of Israel to suffer a defeat at Ai. Then they got right. They got the sin out of the camp. They went back and won a tremendous victory in Ai. And after all of that was done, that is where we pick up the story is as Joshua now brings the people back together. They finished the battle of Ai. They've won the victory. It has been completely done. And now in verse 30, the Bible says, then Joshua built an altar unto the Lord God of Israel in Mount Ebal. This morning, I want to take a few moments with you and talk about the priority of worship and the Word of God. The priority of worship and the Word of God. You see, it is so easy in our lives as we go through day by day, and when things get good, it's easy to stop and celebrate, but then we get more focused on the celebration and the good thing, and we forget the one who gave it to us in the first place. I think we ought to celebrate exciting moments in our life. I think we ought to celebrate the victories and successes. But in our celebration, may we never forget to give honor to the one who made it all possible. God is the one who wins the victory. God is the one who fights our battles. God is the one who has helped you every step of your life. Any good thing that you've experienced has come from the Lord. And so Joshua gathers the people of Israel together and they begin to worship the Lord. He built an altar unto the Lord God of Israel in Mount Ebal, it says. As Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded the children of Israel As it is written in the book of the law of Moses, an altar of whole stones over which no man hath lift up any iron, and they offered thereon burnt offerings unto the Lord and sacrificed peace offerings. I want to take just a minute and turn back in my Bible to Exodus chapter 20 because I want you to see here, what is what Joshua's was referring to when he built this altar exodus chapter 20 uh, verses 24 and 25 says an altar of earth thou shalt make unto me and shalt sacrifice thereon thy burnt sacrifices th- thy burnt offerings and thy peace offerings thy sheep and thine oxen in all places where i record my name i will come unto thee and i will bless thee and if thou wilt make me an altar of stone Thou shalt not build it of hewn stone, for if thou lift up thy tool upon it, thou hast polluted it. So here Joshua is being careful to follow the word of the Lord as it was given to Moses. You see, when we come to celebrate what God has done, when we come to celebrate the victories in life, we must be careful to celebrate it in a way that is honoring to God. God had given the children of Israel specific instructions on how this altar was to be built. If it's an altar of earth, it's to be built this way. If it's an altar of stone, make sure it's a stone altar where each stone has not been chiseled out by human hand. But the stones were complete on their own. See, this is a picture, I believe, of each stone represented a tribe of Israel in these altars. And so God wanted them to know these stones were whole stones the way God had made them. These were not formed by human hands. These were formed by God himself. When we worship God, we need to make sure to give him all the glory for everything that's done, for all that he has blessed us with. So they built an altar unto the Lord of God. They did it the way that God had told them to do it. They sacrificed burnt offerings. They sacrificed peace offerings. Verse 32 says, And he wrote thereupon the stones a copy of the law of Moses, which he wrote... In the presence of the children of Israel. So while there's a priority on worship, in this worship, there's a priority on the Word of God. Can you imagine what it must have been like as Joshua is writing out a copy of the Law of Moses? Don't you think this would be a little bit tedious? I mean, Joshua, we're here in the middle of a celebration celebrating the victory that we've won over Ai. But in this celebration, it was all about God. So much so that Joshua stopped and he wrote out a copy of the law of Moses. He wrote this copy and he wrote it in the presence of the children of Israel. All the people saw him as he wrote all this down. This clearly took a lot of time. You see, when we worship God, it's not all about getting in and getting out and and doing things on our time schedule. It's about doing things that honor the Lord, taking time to realize where our blessing came from and taking time to realize that God has given it to us and it's worth our time to consider who he is. It's worth our time to remember what he has done. It's worth our time to focus on the word of God. Joshua took this time to write it out and it says in all Israel and their elders and officers their judges stood on this side the ark and on that side before the priests the Levites which bear the ark of the covenant of the Lord as well the stranger as he that was born among them half of them over against Mount Gerizim and half of them over against Mount Ebal as Moses the servant of the Lord had commanded before that they should bless the people of Israel. So he sits down, they build an altar, they worship God. He sits down there, he writes out the law of God. And then, as everybody's gathered around, the Bible said in verse 34, and afterward he read all the words of the law. The blessings and cursings. According to all that is written in the book of the law, there was not a word of all that Moses commanded, which Joshua read not before all the congregation of Israel with the women and the little ones, the strangers that were conversant among them. Think about this compared to what many people do when they approach God today. Many people in their Bible reading today are trying to read just a verse of the day. Even coming to church, it's like, Let's hurry up. Get get done with the preaching and teaching. Don't take time to read the Word of God. I have more important things to do, my friend. What could be more important than spending time with your Heavenly Father? Joshua here takes time to read all of the law of Moses, all the word that Moses had commanded. I think it's interesting to note as the Bible does here, he read the blessings and the cursings. You see, there are blessings for the children of Israel when they obey the Lord. There are cursings for the children of Israel when they disobey. My friend, God loves you. He sent Jesus, his own son, to die in the cross for you. Jesus, the descendant from the nation of Israel. Jesus, the descendant of Abraham. Isaac, Jesus, the descendant of Jesse. Jesus from the tribe of Judah, as he was promised. Jesus came and he died for your sin. And it is worth your time to read his word. It is worth your time to worship God and to praise him for what he has done in your life. As you take time, today, tomorrow, the rest of this week, if you are going to remain faithful to the Lord, I would challenge you to be faithful in the word. When it comes time to rejoice over the things that God is doing and has done, celebrate him. Don't just celebrate yourself. The children of Israel could have spent a lot of time patting each other on the back for this great victory, but they knew that would be wrong. Instead, they gave all the glory to the Lord. How are you spending your time? Will you worship the Lord this week? Will you spend time in his word? We see just this complete, he's reading all the word. He's focused on knowing everything that God had said. He's leading the entire nation of Israel into this. Now, the children of Israel did not always stay faithful, and there are many struggles to come. Just like there are struggles in our life as well. But if you and I are going to remain faithful, we must keep a priority on worship and the Word of God. Well, sure I'm glad we could spend a few minutes together thinking about the Word of God. And I hope these few thoughts will be a challenge and an encouragement to you this week. To be in the word of God. God is good. God has blessed us. But even in our blessing. There are still many struggles around us. Many painful things going on in our world. That does not mean that God is not in control. It does not mean that God does not bless. These things are a result of sin and the curse. But God has prepared a place for those who love him. Jesus is preparing those places for all who are followers of him. And I hope you know him as your personal savior today. I want to take just a moment as we finish and pray and ask the Lord for his blessing and his encouragement and his help this week. There are many struggles. There are many difficulties around us. Let's pray together. And uh, if you would like in the comments, feel free to share a prayer request that you have. I'll take some time later today to pray for those things. Let's pray together now. Lord, we love you and we thank you for your love for us. We thank you for sending Jesus Christ. Lord, we thank you for the example of Joshua and the children of Israel. After this great victory was won, they gave all the glory to you. They worshiped you. They were careful to do it exactly how you had prescribed in your word. Lord, they gave a prominent place to the Word of God as they copied it out again and they read it in its entirety. May we be careful to learn, to read, to study, to digest, to meditate upon your Word. We love you and we thank you for this day. I pray for those around us in our own church body who are hurting, who are struggling, some who are sick. Lord, some who are mourning the loss of a loved one. Lord, you know, and you care, and you love. We pray for your strength and your grace. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. God bless you. Hope you have a great day. And Lord willing, I will see you again here tomorrow morning. Take care.